welcome to another Win Daily Sports Show. My name is Michael Brazil. I got my men. I got Sia Najad. I got Sticks Picks here with me, and it it's a good day. Everybody had a good day. A lot of uh, a lot of same stuff, different day kind of days. It sounds like, but we all had a good one. I just, as I was telling you, Sia, um, I'm a little frazzled right now. I just killed a bug, so I have a uh, one of those like hand vacuums, and I got it in there, but I can see inside, and it was still alive. So I was kind of torturing it for a little bit, and it was uh, uncomfortable to say the least. Sia, how was your day though? Wow, that is kind of dramatic and awful. Um, my day wasn't as good as Nick's day on Sunday. Oh, by the way, I heard, and you know, I'm not going to disclose any amounts. Nick, that's up to you if you want to disclose any of that. But I heard there's a theory um, going around that, that in the DFS community, if you work with somebody that makes a certain sum of money, that when there's a win daily Vegas trip, that person basically has to sponsor everybody's um, airfare and hotel fare mm-hmm. for that trip. I don't know, Nick, I don't know if you're aware of that, but I'm the lawyer of the group, and FYI, that's definitely a thing. I heard. I would love to, but if I have eight bag weeks in a row, I could piss it all away. So, Nick, you haven't had eight bag weeks in like three years. Don't give me that. Yeah, it's been like seven, but who's counting? Uh, Well, (laughs) we 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 are counting. Um, so if you have eight good weeks in a row, then I'm going to actually implement that um that statutory rule that I just made up. Oh yeah, if I could do that. Three more times, yeah. Everything we'll do, we'll get a suite. We'll piss half of it away for sure. No, 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 no. Don't be quarter like, of it. I, I mean, it's your money, so I'm not here to tell you what to do. But if you're just gonna piss it away, just give it to me instead. But anyway, we're here to help you win money. That's actually why we're here today. We are here. We're talking all the lines. We're talking against the spread. We're talking totals for Week Seven of the NFL. Nick's been on to Week Seven since Monday, as you all have heard. But we're here now. We're here to help. If you haven't listened to the recap show, last week I did it with Sia. It was fantastic. This week I did it with Sticks. I don't know. Maybe that's that's that juju stuff we're talking about. I don't know. Maybe there's a little too much chi in that space. Maybe we should have Sia do the recap show, give you some more time with the projections, Nick. I don't know. I don't know. But we're here to help, and we're here to look at some lines, and I'm very, very excited. Actually, Nick, I didn't ask you how your day was, though. I forgot. I was asking Sia, and then he started talking about statutory stuff or something. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah, I did a lot of projections today. Not done. Um, went to work, obviously. Awesome. Uh, had some meetings that were mm. me doing the Thursday mm-hmm. night football projections, of course. Mm-hmm. A little <laughs> bit of time theft, you know, nothing crazy. I got a lawyer, so he'll back me up. Um, other than that, no, I'm ready to go. I'm excited for this upcoming week. Thursday night game is probably going to be boring as hell, but what are you going to do? Um, mm. I mean, start- you- well, You're gonna sorry. bet on it, Michael's. Not, Michael's yeah. team's point. I mean, not if you not if you already have a big bet on it. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm very. <clears throat> you get the uh, early line. You probably did get the early line, didn't yeah, you? Probably. Well, the early line was yeah. No, I didn't get the early line. I, I waited for the early line to go down, but we'll, we can get to that game obviously first. Well, that'll He's be the first. Philly. Game. He's on Philly. We're on, we're Philly. we're gonna get to the game. We're gonna get to the game. But um, just just so you, Nick, just uh, I mean, I thought we've been doing this long enough, so I think you kind of know me. I'm a pretty pessimistic fan. Um, you know, Mets, Giants the last few years. So I'm I'm really kind of a really pessimistic fan. So I I don't know why you think I would think it's gonna be a good game at all. But let's start there. We have the Giants Eagles, as Nick was saying. The line opened minus six and a half to the Eagles. It's actually come down to about four and a half. We have a total of forty five. And see if you already have a big bet on this game. Talk to me, man. Which uh where are you going with it? So I want so when I first saw the line, it had already been bet down to four. 
So I decided, and, and I, I don't advocate for this, and this is the only bet this week that I'm going to have like this because I don't like teases and I don't really prefer money line parlays. You either like a line or you don't. But I went ahead and did a money line parlay, which paid about even money with the Eagles and the Los Angeles Chargers. So we'll get to the Chargers game later. That's That game's at seven and a half. I also like that one. Listen, I, I like dogs just as much as the, as the next guy. These are two favorites. That's why I just kind of bought the line down to, to nothing. But uh, I just love the spot for the Eagles here as injured as they are. The giants should have lost to Washington last mm-hmm. week. They got outgained in every, whether it was time yeah. of possession or yards or first downs, literally every metric they lost in. And if Rivera had, had tied the game up, they probably would have won that game mm-hmm. in overtime. And I think the Eagles have a legit shot at the NFC East. So yeah. uh, it's time for them to turn it on a bit. Considering what we saw out of the Cowboys on Monday. Yeah. I, I honestly would say the, the Washington football club and the giants technically, I mean, I think they actually do. You win enough stupid games. They actually might have a shot at the NFC East as well. Sticks. Uh, I know you were saying we're, we're we're bringing out a new model now, right? AETT, if I'm not mistaken. Could you yes, could you explain to the people this new newfangled yeah. uh, tool we we're going to be using? Yeah, it's uh, adjusted expected team totals. It's pretty much team totals without kickers factors in. So, and you know, you go to any Vegas side, any other lineup optimizer side, anything out there, you're getting all these numbers that are just in quarter decimals. So, you know, and so many teams are the same. You get Detroit 26 and a half, and then you have another team, Arizona 26 and a half. Like these teams are not exactly the same. So what I did is kind of use the 80 mile to project actual fantasy production and touchdowns, expected touchdowns. Obviously, we we can't just say DeAndre Swift is going to score three touchdowns and he's going to score three touchdowns. He could be in a position to score, you know, 2.6, which is a little more, you know, on the better half of two. Things like that. I mean, if that makes sense. Sorry, I'm kind of a mm-hmm. mad scientist. With how cool. I'm watching the game anyway, so you keep going. You're doing great. No, no. <laughs> please go. This is good stuff. But yeah, it's basically just taking team totals for fantasy production only, like stuff we care about. We can't roster kickers on the main slate, so why should you be looking at numbers that have kickers factored in? Obviously, most of them are going to be similar, like Detroit, if they're a 26.5 implied team total. Let's go to my number, because uh, I just did Detroit before we got on this call. I have them for 22.7 expected points without a kicker. So either Vegas is low on this 26.5 or Matt Prater is only going to kick, you know, 1.2 field goals. So irrelevant to me. But basically what this does, it helps me, one, identify stacks that I may not be looking for because some of these numbers are much higher than if you just took out a couple field goals and it's hard to kind of handicap field goals. But basically that's what it does. And then so I have both teams' numbers. And I have a weighted formula in there that should kick out with that expected spread is that does have kickers into that based on, you know, history, but more home teams kick field goals than away teams actually um, from recent stats or they're more likely to make them because some teams practice on their home field. Some don't, but again, I'm getting on some stupid S tangent here, but basically it has been, I've been keeping an eye on it all year long and it's been back testing. I think at a 68% hit rate. I know I told Tulak about it on Monday for the two games and it had Arizona winning outright, which isn't that, you know, ballsy of a call by any means. The game was a pick them, but it had, I think it had Arizona minus 1.8 was the line that we had the expected line is what I call it. And then Kansas city had had them like minus seven and a half and the line was five and a half or it was like 7.7. So there was a ton of value on Kansas city. I could have got backdoored there hard at the end. Like that game was Buffalo's for the backdoor cover, but 
it was two for two Monday and it's something that I've kind of been sitting on because I don't want to put it out there for the public or for the win daily team and, and not be confident with it. So mm-hmm. I think this is probably the last week I'll sit on it and make sure that this formula is correct. But if it has another big day Sunday and I'll be in discord giving away like what it actually is saying, whether or not you guys actually want to follow them. I've been doing it every week. I've been betting small on it just because I, it's more for my bet tracking. I want to see what the actual ROI is. And it also has a value calculator based on the VIG or the juice, whatever you want to call it. So it's going to have a differentiator based on the team's adjusted expected team totals. And then based on the juice, it'll give us like an an actual edge. So let's say a team has a 1.8 adjusted expected team total difference in the lines minus 115. That may not be worth betting, but if it's minus 105, our value expected value goes up. So working on a whole betting model for everybody to go along with the 80 mile because 80 miles working for players in fantasy pro- projection. So I don't want to change much. So I got to get on to something else. Yeah. You got to do something else. And yeah, we appreciate the hell out of you for that. And, and yes, anybody that hasn't heard yet, if you're not following along on, on Twitter or Instagram or anywhere else, uh, sticks had a pretty great weekend as CA was talking about before a pretty, pretty great weekend with a wind daily family member in a live seats, or I guess like, I don't really know exactly how how we're doing it's it. Gonna be, it's going to be virtual. Yeah, so. virtual live seat at a DraftKings finals for the NFL. And we know that the Saints and who else are in a dome? I can't remember. I know you're already. Kansas uh, City, baby. Yeah, there we got go. Mahomes that in the should, dome. Should be a lot of fun. Pat Mahomes in the dome. I like to see that. And also, don't forget, you can get all Sticks' 80 model picks in our Win Daily Sports betting membership. It's $49.99 a month. You get all of his picks. See you throw some picks in there. Nick throws other picks in there. And then we actually have a house capper who's been crushing it lately. We just had a 20-unit weekend, I think, two weekends ago for college football and NFL. So, And his picks, um, his units are bigger than yours and mine. Maybe not as big as Sticks's, but, um, you know, mine, I would say mine, actually, now that I'm looking at Sia, too. His units are bigger than mine, Um, like like much, much bigger. Uh, And, yeah, plus 20, is it's a lot in case you guys are It's not the size of your unit. You know, it's how you use it. As long as you're winning. <laughs> as long as you're winning. Yes. ROI. I think that's what you were looking for there, bud. But yeah, I do love it. So, okay, let's 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 put this to uh, the test a little bit. AE. What do we... 80 had a nice ring to it. Yeah. Eight is kind of weird. So, I don't know. We'll have to work on something. Call it, I think just call it yeah. something. We'll get a better name if anybody yeah, we'll, out there has a better name for it. We'll figure out the name. We'll definitely figure out the name. But anyway, so, okay, you were talking the Giants... You're, it's plus four and a half to the Giants, minus four and a half to the Eagles, minus one oh eight. You can get the Giants, minus one ten. You can get the Eagles. Do you did you do the math for us yet, or am I kind of putting you on the spot? Yes, the uh, I have the number of Philly minus three point eight. So I did check a couple books, and you can get New York plus uh, plus four and a half at minus one oh five. I would take that, but for me to like the Giants here and to see an opening line of plus six and a half. It's probably just a sit on it. Like, it, you know, you're not going to buy a $10 scratch off for $15, right? So no, that's kind of how I look at it. We missed the value here. It's something we should have bet early Monday, and Sharp's already beat us to it. But Sharp's so it's interesting it. seeing Seal like Philly. Like, dude, oh, how are they going to score? New York can pass all over. I mean, they can't pass all over anybody, but the Giants. Vontae Maddox have- is likely out again. So, I mean, this, this uh, comes down to five to- offensive touchdowns this year, dude. Five. This- so listen, I didn't say on. they're going to score a lot. It, this comes to 10, down to the maybe. Eagles' defensive line and the worst offensive line in football. The pressure rate for the Eagles is really high as it relates to the rest of the 31 teams. And the, and the, the Giants literally have 
you know, statistically mm-hmm. the worst offensive line in football. Yes. So I think that's actually where the game is won. And as as turnover prone as Daniel Jones is, it just I mean, it's just a recipe for disaster as far as I'm concerned. We know Slayton's a little banged up. Even if he's not banged up, Daniel Jones hasn't really proved he can get the ball to his receivers on a consistent basis, whether that's Ingram or Slayton or Golden Tate. And honestly, the way Fulgham has stepped up and Boston Scott seems like an adequate enough backup. I just in the Eagles, just from a pedigree standpoint and a coaching standpoint, they win in that area, too. So uh, I think this is at least I mean, you know, I'm, I, I guess I would have liked the Giants value at six and a half. But I think this is a seven point game. I think the Eagles take this by seven or more. Yeah, I uh, I don't think the Giants score much. Uh, there's going to be a turnover, probably a turnover return for a touchdown. Um, what else? Oh, Bart Scott starting running back. We saw what he did against the Giants twice Bart last Scott. year. Tore him up. Boston. Just absolutely. Yeah, I know, but it's funnier to say Bart Scott. So right, it's like true. Greg Kittle. Like, where's the fun in saying George, right? So many so, people say Greg. You're not It's alone. a Barstool thing. Yeah, it's a hotel oh, thing. I'm not a Barstool not. guy. I got to get with it. Yeah, they're not that great. There's like two shows that matter, but it's really not a big deal. Anyway, um, we got some questions coming in. Rodney wants to know, can he use your picks in smaller GPP lineups? Absolutely, Rodney. You yeah, can use for sure, man. Wherever you want. Nick has a cash game article. He has a GPP article. Sign up for gold. You know, and by the way. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sign uh, up for gold no. and sign up, sign up for the sports betting. Just go to windillysports.com. I mean, it, 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 it'll it'll kind of take you where you want to go from a, from a sign up standpoint. But Nick's also on with us every Saturday night on SiriusXM Fantasy Sports mm-hmm. Channel. Usually on for a couple segments, so he kind of like gives a lot of the the games he likes and a lot of the players that he likes. So there's so many avenues. I mean, obviously the expert chat and the Discord and the articles behind the paywall and you know the sports bets behind the pay. Those are obviously like the really really like solid stuff you know you can get every week but mm-hmm. we have a lot of this stuff available on the live stream and on on sirius xm as well so you know keep yes. that in mind just stay tuned so to speak 11 or just like or dm me because i don't know mm-hmm. if you're actually signed up or not so yeah see that works too that works That's too true. jason's not watching so he really doesn't it really doesn't matter so it's fine um moving uh, on uh so the giants probably lose i'm gonna side with see here i honestly would have taken the eagles at minus six and a half hopefully i'm wrong but like not really actually I don't I don't even know what I want from this season anymore. Moving on, we have the Packers opening so, my so Hang on, hang on, hang on. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but but when oh. Tipton chimes in, I always I always want to kind oh. of like shed yes. some light on, on I'm what watching he's the saying. Game. Because, it's kind of like in the way yeah. I can't see. Okay. You, you, you know, you you know, it could just be me and Nick, man. If you're distracted, like it's fine. Well, I just can't Tipton. see can that you, far down can you on come the comments. In and be the moderator, Tipton? I don't, I don't, maybe he can. He wants. I, I don't think Tipton's busy right now. Yeah. Speaking of Tipton, he's coming on with us soon, but but you know, Tipton who of course worked for covers.com had his own sort of like handicapping site uh, as well, which I, I don't know if it might still exist, but he's mentioning, you know, Deshaun Jackson, who was back is going to draw, draw that Bradbury coverage, which is good because that's actually going to probably, I think the implication there is that's going to actually leave Fulgham with one of the weak corners because Bradbury is obviously a pretty yeah. decent corner yeah. for the Giants. So um, Deshaun drawing that coverage actually is going to ease things up. You know, Ertz doesn't look like he's playing, but the, the other receivers should be able to feast against this terrible defense. The defense right. is bad. It's I, bad. I'm, one, I would never want to tout. Now we're getting into DFS. You can't take the DFS out of me, but uh, never, never uh, want to. I would never think of Deshaun Jackson as a big threat anymore. I know he's like 40% yeah. owned a week one. That was funny. The easiest fade there's ever been in the game of fades, but Bradbury is not fast. He like that's not a matchup I'm concerned about at all, but it, I don't like Deshaun Jackson to begin with. But everything yeah. she has said 100%, like quarter, quarterbacks just avoid him, I guess. Like they just think, well, because Bradbury is the best player on that defense, most likely. It was like Namdi um, Ostomo on the Raiders, remember? And then it turns yeah. out he just sucked because he was on the Raiders. <laughs> like that's on the list. But yeah, no, I, I don't think that if you like Deshaun Jackson, I personally don't at all. But if you do, like Bradbury should not scare you off that at all. He could burn him on one play. 
Yes. But right. it's Deshaun, I don't know. Deshaun no, just, just to be clear, that, that's, not a, that's not a DFS comment in terms of drawing the back know, breakup. Know, but... It's just you're soaking up the best defender potentially with a guy who's basically you know not going to get a lot of touches. But if he soaks up the coverage, that's going to leave things open for the other guys. Absolutely. Yeah. So I would say, as big a Giants fan as I am, I don't think we need to spend more than 10 minutes on this game, which we already have. And Miller Lite. Miller Lite was the Someone answer was to that. Yes, uh, to that question. So now we'll move on. Six, we'll start here with you. Packers open minus three, now up to three and a half over the Texans. Over under 57 and a half. So I guess they don't either, they either respect Deshaun Watson without B.O.B. or they think the um, the Packers defense is, is as bad as it looked last week. How do you feel about this game, Sticks? Minus three and a half to the Packers, your Packers. Yeah, um, I like the Packers on the bounce back here. I wish it was three. So opened at three. Are we forcing a bet? Like I have to take a side. I mean, that's the purpose of the show. Well, yeah, you can uh, you can say you're going to stay away, but if you had to take mm-hmm. it, what would you take? Yeah, if I had to take it, but we're going to count it that if you're three. right or wrong, though. So just want to make sure of that. So just in <laughs> that's case. Fine. Um, oh boy. Uh, ninety-seven percent of the money is on the Packers. If that helps, yeah. Give me, give me Houston, just because that's too many. I, Deshaun Watson is just incredible right now, so I want Watson at home with the hook at three and a half. If it was three, I think I'd take the Packers, but this is stay away from me. Stay away. See ya. So you said ninety-seven percent of the money's on the Packers, but how? Like, what? There's a there's a statistic that goes with that. Fifty-eight percent right? of the bets. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So, um, and. Yeah, and you you you, you kind of have to like know those in tandem, right? Mm-hmm. So I I like, man, I I hate to take favorites, I really do. I just took one in the Thursday night game, <laughs> you but do. I do like the Packers at a bounce back spot. And it, and the, the Texans have started games as good as Deshaun's been lately, and he's just racked up the yardage and the touchdowns. But they've been doing that mostly in the second half. And I think if you get behind the Packers here, and Aaron Jones just starts running down like downhill. I think it's a recipe for disaster. So given their slow starts, I, I like the Packers in this one. I actually like the Packers first half as well, whatever that line happens to be. It'll probably Yeah, be like, you know what? Uh, Fuck it. I'm in. Give me the Packers. Yes. Uh, Packers by a million. Um, wow. Now that I think about it, they don't have the defense to punch Aaron Rodgers in the mouth like Tampa Bay just did last week, and they do not have the running game to beat Green Bay's weakness on defense, which is their runners. Will Fuller. And Jair Alexander, that'll be, you know, kind of a – I like the under in this game, I think, too. I think, yep, Green Bay by a bunch. Thanks, Sia, you talked me into it. But, yeah, <laughs> now that I look at it, like, why did I like Tampa Bay so much last week is because Ronald Jones in this running game and how efficient Tampa Bay is on running the football. Houston ranks in the bottom 10 in offense, rushing offense efficiency. That's how you beat the Packers. Um, yeah, Packers by a lot. Yeah, I love I the first half line. First half line's the best. I would have never looked at that. Good call. Yeah, I think the Packers roll them over, especially after what happened. As long as they kind of come out, I think it's one of those Aaron Rodgers against the Falcons, um, Aaron Rodgers against the Vikings game where they put up an easy 40. Uh, I can understand one in the under on that game, but man, that just seems like a lot of fun. So good luck, hopefully, for your your, your stake sticks. I'm rooting for you. Um, moving on, we have the Cowboys traveling down, or I guess up, to Washington to take on the Washington Football Club. Line opened minus three and a half to the Cowboys. It's down to minus one to the Cowboys. And that's with 65% of the bets and 60% of the money coming in on the Cowboys. So kind of curious about that. Um, We have an over-under. Started at 49, came all the way down to 46. I guess people don't believe Andy Dalton is capable. Uh, See, I'll start with you, our resident Washington Football Club fan. How um, how are you going to be playing this game? 
Well, I mean, it's not as much, in my opinion, it's not as much an Andy Dalton issue as the entire offensive line is injured. Like now the entire offensive line actually is injured yeah. because mm-hmm. they had um, Zach Martin go down last game. So, you know, Andy Dalton, like, so let's put it this way. If you have a bad offensive line and you are an immobile quarterback in this day and age of the NFL, you're basically dead. Like even if even if you, you're playing against an Arizona team that doesn't have Chandler Jones, like you're in really big trouble. You've got to be able to move a little bit. So which is why like a Joe Burrow could succeed some, you know, some games behind a bad offensive line. Uh, although and he has the same weapons, frankly, same talent as as um, Andy, I suppose. But I don't really know. What, this is definitely a stay away from me. I mean, Washington was my favorite bet last week and I cashed there. Um, they should have won outright, like I said. But if I had to take this because Washington has such a problem finishing games, um, I would take the Cowboys because I just at the end of the day, I just I just see Andy Dalton rebounding just enough. They've got the skill players. Obviously, they have Zeke and the trio of receivers. So I think when it comes down to crunch time, I think Andy Dalton's going to be better than Kyle Allen. That's that's the difference to me. Yeah, I really don't think you're going too far out on a stretch with that one. Um, and just to I, I like it. It makes sense. And yeah, I, I have to bring it up. See, I, I, I know you see it. I had I mean. Our good friend, Zach, Wendelly Sports writer over here, we appreciate you. RG3 to the Cowboys, or even the football team, I think. I think the football team is out of the way, but the Cowboys, honestly, I think that would be a step up. No, in, in all seriousness, I actually thought of that when Andy Dalton was having his tragic you know, meltdown. And it wasn't, again, it wasn't all his fault. Zeke fumbled a couple times, too. But, yeah, no. it, you know, RG3 is a Texas boy. Jerry Jones loves the splash with a big name. If you're talking about, I know like we're all like we laugh about RG3, but if you're talking about a Band-Aid until, you know, next season when Dak Prescott comes back, because he, he will be the quarterback there under a, a, an actual contract this time. Uh, that's a decent Band-Aid to potentially get to the playoffs in the NFC East. Now, if, it's the, if we're talking the NFC North, like, why would you do that? But like, you know, if you don't believe in Andy Dalton and you know he can't move around and you know you have all these skill players and that if you just buy an extra second or a second and a half to get it to CeeDee Lamb or Gallup or Amari Cooper or even Dalton Schultz or Ezekiel, like RG3 can do that and, mm-hmm. and Dalton can't. So I don't think it's like that. And honestly, I guarantee you, based on the interview that we did, you know, we, we all saw it. Yep. There's no way that hasn't crossed RG3's mind either. There is no way a guy who played at Baylor that it didn't when he was watching that game that didn't cross his mind like, you know, they might be calling me. So will it happen? Probably not. But it's a fair question. As much of a fanboy as I am, it's actually a fair question. It definitely comes off like that, too. But I love it. I love seeing you get all like excited and stuff. It's fun. And I mean, hey, it's it's legitimate. I mean, as bad as Andy Dalton looked, I mean, why not? Friend of the show, RG3. We love him. We appreciate him. Go donate to his charity. It's a great one. A foundation. Uh, Sticks, what do you got on this game? Minus one to the Cowboys. Hey, Joe, that's not cool, man. RG3 is not a scrub. <laughs> Go watch the interview. You'll gain a much more respect for him because he actually is a pretty cool guy. Um, awesome. Sorry, Nick. Check I'm sorry. It got me a little, little frazzled there. Minus one to the Cowboys over under 46. Um, you don't have to play it. You're also on mute. So just want to make sure of that. But um, how are you? How are you feeling about this game? You're, you're still on mute. You are on mute and we cannot hear you. Yeah. 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 There we go. <laughs> My bad. I, uh, I, I read your sucks. lips though. That was pretty fun. <laughs> this game sucks. Uh, I want nothing to do with it at all, but I second everything Sia said about the offensive line. That is a great um, analysis there because, yeah, there's no one left on that offensive line. It's going to be checked down city to Zeke. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I don't – like, how do the Cowboys lose? So, like, you, you're just going to yeah. trust them? Or? I think Riverboat Ron is trying to lose as well because I think he knew he wasn't getting that two-point conversion. I think he knew – I wish he, he would have. Sia and I too. had the money line that – me too. I kind of wish you would have too. But uh, uh, either way, um, I mean, hey, if the depending on who wins that Giants Eagles games, 
the Giants win, I think they'd be in first place, right? Like this division is just such shit, and I love it. I love every second of it. Um, but anything, I, I, um, I guess Dallas is my punt play. Sure, I hate it though. Play. I appreciate yeah. that. Uh, let's move on. We've done a total of three games, and we're like 25 minutes into this thing. So hopefully the people out there are having some fun with us at the least. And I'm still watching the game. Dodgers are losing one nothing. We got the Lions Ooh. traveling down to Hotlanta. Atlanta favored by two and a half. Never like to see that. They just got their first win of the year last Sunday as well. Over under at 55 and a half sticks. How do you feel about Atlanta giving away two points? I know I don't think this Lions team's that good, but we know the Falcons are terrible. Kenny Galladay is just gonna eat them up. Nom 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 nom. <laughs> Marvin Jones is gonna have a big day too. Okay, cool, cool, cool. He's gonna get to see the most of Kendall Sheffield, but again, I God, I think this is a DFS show. It's not. Um, you can feel add free. it in. Like we're not angry, no, especially no. because you you're not, you're not even like, making uh, any bets. You're like, oh, I don't want to bet this game, so I'll just agree with Sia. You could do the DFS side and Sia can do the betting. We don't care. We're just here to have a good time. Uh, I did just chug that beer. I need, yeah. <laughs> Why'd you chug? Why not? You know, it's Wednesday. Hey, who, who are you? Um, I would love to see Detroit get three. And then I'd buy in just two, two and a half. It's such a, I hate those lines. Like, cause it's pretty much a pick them at that point. So why do I like Detroit? Hmm. Interesting. DeAndre Swift. He actually opened up. I think as you and Sia both said, Hey, watch out for DeAndre Swift after the bye week You told me to go buy low. I couldn't unfortunately get him. Sia on the betting show last week said, Hey, look out for DeAndre Swift. He's probably going to do something. So it's like either you guys talk. Like you work at the same company, or you're both just this friggin' smart. I don't know. I think it's <laughs> yeah. We were talking about DeAndre Swift two weeks ago. So DeAndre Good Swift just that. got dealt for Lamar Jackson in a league that I'm in. A couple picks were involved, but it was an interesting what? trade. Okay, there yeah, were some picks, yeah, but it was a weird oh. trade. Weird trade. Someone's uh, someone's fire sale on a little bit. It's unfortunate. Sorry, Justin. Love you, but I, um, I think I like Detroit. They just got more to play for right now, but. Atlanta looked good last week, but Detroit's defense is so much better than Minnesota's. So. It's like Detroit wants to run the ball. They can't really run on Atlanta. I don't care why everybody thinks that's such a good matchup. Everybody with Madison last week, I don't get it. You could pass to the running back against Atlanta, but okay, because they kind of play that sag defense, the bend, don't break type of thing that Dan Quinn used to run. Now it looks like they're kind of going back to that or whatever Seattle used to run, I think is kind of that whole scheme there of, mm-hmm. I don't know, cover three, maybe someone out there smarter than me. Let me know. Still be um, if you watch him. <laughs> I don't know, you could run all over Detroit, but then it's Todd, uh, Todd Gurley. Yeah. So it's yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I like Detroit. I'll, I'll just take the points, but I would love to see three. But I don't see this line moving any. It's just, uh, it's like, it's a terrible game to bet because it's not going to move from two, two and a half. Yeah, we have pretty much fifty percent of the bets and fifty percent of the money um, on both sides of that. And Tease actually, Detroit, maybe tease Detroit with somebody. You got any teaser picks? See you. Like I mean, the Chargers, teasing the Chargers uh, down is, is a solid, solid play against Jacksonville. We'll get there. Yeah, I but, would um, like to tease Detroit. I think that's my play. I'm going to grab a beer, though. Yeah, I'll use I, we'll be here. I like the Falcons here. I mean, this is, again, this is not one of my favorite games. I have like four or five games that I actually like today or for Sunday uh, and Monday. But, um, yeah, this one's Falcons. I, I just think the Falcons with Julio healthy. Um, we've seen, you know, when you know, I kind of like the Lions when they played the Packers, and I, and I think that was uh, two weeks ago. And they sort of like jumped on them early, and then Aaron Rodgers just completely tore them apart. Now, obviously, Matt Ryan isn't Aaron Rodgers, but mm-hmm. when you have Julio and Ridley, and you know Gage and Todd Gurley, you know catching passes, I just think the offense is going to be too much for the Lions. This Lions defense is pretty bad, 
So, you know, notwithstanding, like, I think this is potentially a high scoring game. I mean, I, I'm seeing the total at 55. That, that's pretty high. But I think the Falcons end up putting up too much points here. Too many points here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. And you uh, you uh, gave us some some correct English. I appreciate you there. I appreciate you there. Uh, let's move on. This is a fun one. Barn burner. We got the Jets and the Bills. Bills minus three and a half. Or, <laughs> Whoa, minus 13 and a half opened up at minus 10 all the way up to minus 13 and a half over under of 45. So like just some quick math. They really don't think the Jets are going to score at all. See, do the Jets even score? Actually, I mean, they didn't score against the Dolphins. I mean, the Bills defense is good enough, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah, so last they week... Actually, I, they actually played once this year already. No, wait. No, they didn't. Did they? I don't remember. I, I think week one they might have played, actually. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure they played week one and the okay. Bills won. Thank you, thank you. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so last week I kind of liked the Jets because I think the line was like 12 and a half and they were playing Miami. And I'm like, listen, at, at a certain point, you have to go the other way. It's like the bookmakers are making these lines. They're not just like, hey, we're going to lose this one too. Like they're trying, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't know if we're, I don't know if we're there yet. Because 13 and a half seems kind of small. Like if this was 14 and a half, the line would have made a little bit more sense to me. Um, man, I just don't think over four quarters the Jets can do it. Oh, wow. That is interesting. So that's close. your model, right? Yeah, that's really close. So for those of you listening, the model that that Nick was just talking about at the beginning of the show, he literally has it at 13.22. So, I mean, that's like right on. So obviously what the suggestion there is, there's really no value either way in terms of betting this, right, Nick? Right. If we can get 14, 14 and a half, I will take the Jets. I've never bet them once this year, but I think it's time. Oh, I'll Buffalo's, tell you defense, right Buffalo's defense is so bad, and they're they're right. banged up too. Is is Tread White still out again? No, I think he's playing. No, he's back. Yeah. That changes things a little bit. The model has him as doubtful, so I just don't project him then. But if it gets to 14, I'm, I'm still buying it. It's a division game, right? So, mm-hmm. um, division, it'll go up to 14 on Sunday. I guarantee right. you it'll go up to 14 by Sunday. All right, give me the Jets if it gets to 14. If not, Can I wait to 14 and a half, or do you think it's not going any higher than that? I think it could go to 14 and a half. I think it's possible. I doubt it, but I think 14 yeah. is, is definitely happening. All right, I like that because uh, it's division game and Jets are at home. I know that doesn't mean a whole lot this year, but the old football thinker in me still uh, values home field advantage. But, yeah, division game, this – they, they can't be that like this has to be Gase's last day, right? Unless he has like so. just so much leverage over the ownership. Like if they had some eyes wide shut party and Gase just snuck in and took a bunch of pictures like my job is good to go. <laughs> maybe. But I don't know well, if those things still exist for uh, that's just anybody, like the Wolf of Wall Street. For anybody that's about my age out there, go uh, go just I guess like Wikipedia eyes wide shut the movie. <laughs> You'll kind of get that reference a little bit more. But um, um, wait, hold on. Why would they fire Adam Gase? Why would they fire somebody who's doing exactly what they want them to do, which is tank for Trevor? Like, so I understand are they done with Darnold? What's that? They're done with Darnold? Well, it doesn't matter. Trevor, we, we, we know objectively at this point that Trevor Lawrence is better than Sam Darnold. I think everybody kind of agrees with that sentiment because we've seen enough of a sample size of Darnold. So you can still draft Trevor Lawrence and trade Darnold to a team like the Washington football team, for example, for a couple of really, really high picks because he still has value. So if I'm them, I, you know, instead of dealing the pick, if that's what they get, the first pick, you know, I would just draft Trevor and get a, you know, two second round picks for Darnold and call it a day. You're good to go. But the, 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 point is, the point is firing Adam Gase doesn't really help you one way or the other. 
I mean, he's he's making all the wrong decisions. He's not a good motivator. He's not a good coach. The players on the field are trying because they have to. It's a business for them. But, you know, if you're not in the right places and you're not starting the right guys, then, you know, what's why would you fire him? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, I don't know. Your fan base deserves him gone, right? Unless you're just clearly saying we're not doing anything. Unless the fan base wants that, then by all means, roll Gase out there because he's the man for the job. But I would love to see Darnold just have a good offensive line and a couple weapons. Like the best weapon he's ever had is Robbie Anderson. Sure, he's proven to be a wide receiver one right now in Carolina. But I don't know. I just don't think Darnold is that bad to give up on them yet but this team's like they're they're not going to be a quick rebuild so i don't know yeah r.i.p okay. trevor lawrence that's really yeah. all i can say about that one and yeah i actually think i think the bills cover 13 and a half i think the bills cover 14 and a half honestly i don't think the jets score like maybe one touchdown joe flacco guys we're talking about like a 90 year old play flacco. maybe darnell maybe back not if they not if they want to pretend to try and win right so i think win. I think one of the reasons, and if you want to tease a game, this would be the game to tease right now, like do like a full seven-point tease, because one of the reasons this will definitely click up to 14 is because it, it kind of like mitigates the the, the liability on the mm-hmm. tease, because you're going to lose on that tie, teasing it down to seven. So that's why I think it's definitely clicking up to 14, or maybe even 14 and a half, so that like you can't tease it and just fall under the touchdown. So yeah, I would just wait on this line if you want to take the Jets. Love it. I no, don't couldn't agree more. You just don't more. just don't take this game. If you're going to take the Jets, just don't take the game. That's going to be my advice. Yeah. Moving on, we have the Carolina Panthers traveling down to NOLA. The Saints, I heard the Saints are going to try and play at uh, in Baton Rouge in LSU because um, they can't. No, they're not going to do that anymore. Not anymore. That, that was an idea, but now they're allowing some fans into their actual stadium. So that's going to be a thing. And you can't have Drew Brees play outside, can you? Yeah, He's, I think he... that's the more important piece of this. But we have the Saints at minus seven and a half. We have an over under of 51. We have Michael Thomas coming back. He was hurt for a couple weeks, then he was a dickhead for a week, and then they had a bye week, and now he should be back. So Drew Brees should be back to, you know, 45-year-old Drew Brees with a little noodle arm there. So, uh, Nick, I think we opened with – no, wait, Sia, we'll open with you. I think we opened with Nick last time. I don't really remember, honestly, guys. But minus 7.5 to the Saints over under 51. Uh, Just a little information, 41% of the bets on the Panthers, uh, 67% of the money. So, interesting. Something to note. Yeah. I like the Panthers here. I'll take the dog. I, I love that there's a hook here. I just don't think the Saints have been playing great football really on it. First of all, oh, okay. So the model for those of you listening on the podcast. So Nick is showing yeah. what the model is showing. He's showing basically no value either way because he's showing basically 7.4. I think nine is what I just saw. So yeah. with that said, uh, give me the dog here because we know Carolina can move the ball. I'm actually curious what, because Tipton lives in Carolina and is, is a big uh, kind of an insider for that team. But yeah, I mean, Drew Brees doesn't look great. Lattimore looks terrible. Like your your alleged best cornerback, who's basically probably going to be on Robbie Anderson. And forget let's forget about DJ Moore and some of the and Curtis Samuel for a second. Like, how are they going to cover these receivers? I mean, the defensive line proved to us a couple weeks ago that there this is not the defensive line that just gets to the quarterback automatically anymore. Mm. So Teddy's going to have some time. Suppose you could have the revenge game narrative, although he, he left it amicably, obviously, but no, seven and a half is too much. If anything, you know, I always talk about the backdoor cover. I mean, it's a prime spot for a backdoor cover, but I, it wouldn't shock me if the Panthers win this game outright because the saints have been super underwhelming, particularly drew Brees and the back end of their defense. Yes. We do have a comment from Tipton, though. New Orleans might have two healthy corners. Thomas back, Carolina, no short, no Matos. Davis might be hobbled. He's on the Saints. Mm. Sticks. Okay, interesting. About it. 
Model says no, so we know you're not going to play it, but what what would your head say? No, what would your heart say? That's what I think we're going with. I would wait for New Orleans minus seven, and I would take that in a heartbeat. I think the pass rush is going to be there for New Orleans, and that really, really aggravated Teddy last week with the Bears. So mm-hmm. I like that a lot. You can't really run on New Orleans. So And Mike Davis, I I, I don't like them. They, and they just don't play that up pace. Kind of like the under, it seems like a lot of points for teams that are, you know, not stretching the field, one, and two, play quite slow. It's going to be Alvin Kamara Chalk Week in DFS. Obviously, it's it's Carolina. Um, would love to see the touchdown odds on uh, our boy Lab Murray for two touchdowns again. See if we can get I would 15 t- I'll to just one. take it for fun, honestly. I think I Ghost, Ghost got 30 time. to 1. Ghost got 30 to 1 on that offshore. He for, I like he told me the day of the stream and I completely forgot about it. Yeah, he, wow. it was so I don't know if he ever got paid because it's offshore, but his no, ticket cash. But yeah, I like New Orleans. I, I'm with Tip here. This team should be close to you know 100 healthy. They need a win one. So and it's Carolina. Like this team is kind of overachieved in my opinion. The defense mm-hmm. is not that good. It's still Mike Davis. I can't buy into him ever. But DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, oh, if Lattim- we need to see Lattimore have a good game. He just looks old to me when I kind of watch New Orleans play on the All-22 and everything. He just looks old, and he's not even old. He's like 24, 25, um, isn't he? Just looking up his uh, age because not uh not old at all. Eat Kamar but. Chalk, Scrim Teddy says. We will f- for sure be eating Kamar Chalk in cash games. Mm-hmm. We will decide later on. 24. Um, Dude's 24 yeah. years old. Jesus Christ. Poor Marshawn Lattimore. Those injuries have been killing him. Yeah, that sucks. So he he looks like he's 35, but mm-hmm. I like New Orleans if we can get to seven. It's all about value on the show, and Sia does a great job kind of talking about that and where the line's moving and when you should wait, when you should buy in. So I think I will wait and wait or get New Orleans at seven if I can get that. I don't know if Sharp Money's going to come in on Carolina any more than it has already, so I don't see this line moving. I think seven and a half is the right line. My model agrees, which is kind of what I like to see. I like to see like yeah. half the games be dead on and be like, okay, good. There's no play here, but mm-hmm. I know I'm doing something right because I'm getting the same numbers they are on multiple exactly. occasions. So I like that. That justifies us a little bit. But for Kamara and DFS, I think this is not a game where he's going to get a ton of catches. So I think we may we may fade this dude in GPPs, but we'll mm-hmm. see. It's too we'll early to tell. He's gonna be he's gonna be like minus two fifty to score though. So we'll see. We'll see. I'll I'll have quite a few shares of Robbie Anderson here at six K on DraftKings. Yeah. I'll tell you that absolutely. I mean, for those of you that are kind of wondering where his target share is, it has gone, like it's it remained consistent the whole season. Because I know the first few weeks it was like, wow, Robbie Anderson's getting more targets than DJ Moore. Well, the last three weeks. He's gotten almost 30 targets, 29 to be exact. So he's still getting the lion's share of the targets. I mean, DJ Moore finally found the end zone a couple weeks ago, but Robbie Anderson's definitely the go-to guy. And against this defense, I think he can burn them for one or two. It'd be interesting. Uh, sorry, I was texting Jason back. Uh, he's the person that I text back when I do these shows. He wanted to know uh, what bets we liked because he was going on Philly radio. So I told him Sia loves the Eagles. Ooh, no, tell the Giants. Radio. Pretty pretty good for Philly Radio. I mean, give them something to scream oh, about. Oh, also, great question right oh. here. I oh. thought that was the, uh, the Raiders that sent four players home, but maybe it was Carolina, too. Oh, Carolina did, too, yeah. The Raiders might have lost their entire offensive line. I know that one. <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, we will get to that. But, yes, great question. Um, doesn't sound like it was anyone important, but, I mean, four players is four players, so it's something to keep an eye on. Something to keep an eye on. 
And so, and so just, just, that's a really good comment. So, so there's a lot of things that are happening this season, particularly with COVID and injuries, but like there are certain lines that you definitely want to wait till Sunday to, to, and sometimes you want to wait just to see where the sharp money's going in general, but there are certain lines you want to lock in early just because like the, like the line is wrong and you can, you can just like, like, let's say you love the giants. It opened at six and a half now, and then it went down to three and a half in like two hours. So there's certain lines to jump on early and there's certain lines, you know, you just want to wait till Sunday morning around 11 o'clock. 1130 see where the action is and then make your bet so in this particular game that makes a lot of sense because tipton also mentioned mike da- mike davis's hobbled like let's see if he has a full practice tomorrow because that's going to factor into the analysis too because if he's out and cmc is out it's like reggie bonifant time like at that point oh, yeah. i'm like all right i'm out you know like saints let's get on the <laughs> reggie bonifant train and yes scrimp daddy it was the kicker joey sly so if uh I mean, I guess season long watch out there, but that's that dude's fucking jacked, by the way. Sorry if we're dropping F bombs. I don't know the rules. If we already did, what are we going to do about it now? Yeah, Um, Joey Joey Sly's got to be the most built kicker in NFL history. Maybe Jankowski. Remember that guy? He'd see bass. Yes, we remember. Yeah, Sebastian Jankowski. Nick, (laughs) he would probably he'd beat the shit out of Joey Sly, but I think that would be my uh, my uh, MMA fight of kickers, if that's a thing, if we're inventing that, I, just because Seabass probably drinks way more than I do, but and he's yes. from England or something, right? So yeah, yeah, that guy's a bar fighter for sure. But all right, that that's was, my thought on this. Yeah, game. that was awesome. Appreciate that. Uh, let's move to the Browns and the Bengals uh, line open minus four to the Browns. It is now down to, down to three and a half. We have an over under of fifty point five, if I'm not mistaken. AJ Green screwed us in this game with the eighty uh, props, and the Bengals covered back door with like. 20 seconds left, which was pretty funny to watch there. Sia, talk to me a little bit. How are you feeling about the Browns and the Bengals? Minus three and a half to the Browns. Yeah, they are the kings of the backdoor cover, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw that actually against Cleveland. I think it was Thursday night football three weeks ago. So, yeah, right now I like the Bengals. I, I want to monitor what's going on with um, Baker Mayfield in terms of his rib injury. Like if we hear anything about whether he's taking all the reps and stuff like that, because I don't think he's healthy. And And by the way, he's... I think we're at a point where we can say he's a, he's a pretty bad quarterback. Like yeah, if, if we're going to rank the 32 quarterbacks, he's definitely in the 18 to 25 tier somewhere in there. And like, kind of like the bottom one third of the league. And by the way, that pass that, um, who was it that picked it off for the house for Pittsburgh? Um, the Miami guy, yeah. um, that was like the worst pass I've ever seen. It was so obvious to me that Baker, whether maybe he didn't want to get hit by the aggressive Steelers defense, and and maybe he was just like, all right, I'm going to my first read no matter what. But it's not just that Minka was just standing there. By the way, pre-snap, he was standing there too. Mm -hmm. But even if Minka wasn't there, even if he wasn't, like if he was completely somewhere else on the field, I think he was throwing it to Jarvis or Hooper, and he was covered. The, The receiver was covered. Like it wasn't getting to the receiver regardless. And here Minka is just sitting there, I mean, it's just it just boggles my mind that you could make a, a throw that bad. It's not it, it, there was nothing confusing about it. It wasn't like a linebacker that dropped back into coverage. He was just standing there the whole time. So I, I'm really down on this team right now, and especially I mean, hopefully Kareem Hunt is healthy. They're, they're definitely going to be able to run the ball and they will get a pass rush. But if I hear any sort of like scuttlebutt about Baker being injured or anybody else being hurt, then I'm definitely on the Bengals. For now, this is a stay away, but I'll take the backdoor cover team like because I have to make a pick right now. I'll take the Bengals plus three and a half. You are forced to make a ha- uh, I would also take the Bengals. I think the Bengals went out right. Um, I know we saw what Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt were able to do, but now we don't have Nick Chubb, and we also don't really have a super healthy Kareem Hunt. 
So I think that there's a chance. And I think Geno Atkins is back too, right? He came back from the dead. So shout out Geno Atkins. Maybe two weeks back is going to do something. I mean, it literally can't get any worse than it was. I think both Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt had 100 yards rushing last time. So literally anything is better than it is. But we'll see what happens. I think uh, I think the Bengals have a shot. Nick, uh, how do you feel about this? Do you think the Bengals can win it at home? plus Or at least cover? Uh, Joe Mixon may not play. He's likely not going to play. So people don't realize he's hurt. Well, he's he hurt did that last time and then had like 150 yards and three touchdowns. So this is right. his foot. This isn't the flu. Oh, okay. Or whatever he went to the hospital with. I think it was mm. more serious than the flu, but well, not serious enough to not get into a car accident the next day. So, you know, true. When he balled out that day, that was his career <laughs> game. Best game ever. Um, if Joe Mixon's out, I'm going to wait. This is sit and wait on this game. I think Sia said that already, but people aren't talking about Joe Mixon being hurt. So I would love Cincinnati if we got the hook, the three and a half, if Joe Mixon was there ready to go. But if Joe Mixon's out, I think Cleveland just runs the shit out of the ball, Um, which kind of breaks my heart because I really, really, really want to use Joe Burrow this week. Uh, He's so damn cheap too. But I think uh, I'm leaning Cleveland, but obviously like there's no reason. I know we're going to force bets on everything, but you have to wait for Joe Mixon news. If he's out, Giovanni Bernard, come on, like, I'm, I'm not not buying into that. Or who's our other guy? It should be Samaj P. Ryan. I'm still a Samaj P. Ryan truther. But uh, wow, that's <laughs> a Washington that. team guy right there. That guy's I always thought he'd be good. Hilaire, which is super slow, by the way. You ever notice when Clyde Edwards Hilaire is running away, like 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 going for a house call? He's actually running towards the defense. I mean, the guy <laughs> slow. It's absurd. Anyway, four six forty. By the way, so let let me ask you this though, because Joe Mixon didn't practice today, but you know, Wednesdays are often a day off for veterans. Like almost, I would say like most skill player veterans is, is there any other information other than foot and didn't practice today that leads you to believe he's not playing? He didn't practice yesterday either. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, Tuesday and Wednesday, I wouldn't really like, I mean, I, I feel like Thursday we're probably going to see him get a limited practice in, and then maybe we'll mm-hmm. get like the real story on, on Saturday. I'm, I'm hoping it doesn't come down to a game time decision, but from what I'm reading, it doesn't sound like super serious, but you know, I'm again, I'm reading tea leaves here, but I, I expect him to play. Reading tea leaves. It, yeah. If he plays, I'm all over Cincinnati. Absolutely. I'm with you guys there, but if he's, I don't know, I don't like it. Cause I, I need Joe Mixon a lot of season long leagues. And if he doesn't play, it's, uh, it's not good for me. Not yeah, good. Not great. Tipton says Friday is typically the day. So that's yep. something to pay attention to. Let's move on. We have the Steelers. We have the Titans. This was the first game, guys. This was the first COVID game. It was suspended. It was moved. It was like a Tuesday, and then it was pushed, and the Titans kept getting sick, and yada, yada, yada. This game, is, I think, was a week four matchup, if I'm not mistaken. We are now on week seven. We have the Steelers. The line opened at minus one and a half. It is now Titans minus one and a half. We have about 41% of the bets on the Titans, about 86% of the dollar dollar bills. The over-under came down from 52 and a half down to 50 sticks. I mean, Derrick Henry's your boy. Like, how, how can you bet against him at this point? Yeah, well, Pittsburgh. I said it on the Monday yesterday's, or whatever day. What day? Whatever day. Today's doesn't Monday. matter. Uh, Monday. Do not pick on Pittsburgh's day, man. I don't know how they're a dog in this game. But Tennessee's been awesome. They're just so efficient at everything that they do. Passing the ball, I think they're probably top five in offensive pass efficiency, too. Number two, number two behind the Kansas City Chiefs. Doesn't mean they pass a lot by any means, but when they do, it works out. Mm -hmm. Top 10 in run efficiency as well. 
They're just a really, really, really good team. And Vrabel, I think, is Bill Belichick Jr. I know we all saw that video, but just in general, he knows how to manage a game. Like, Tennessee is not ever going to get blown out. He's just a very good coach. I think that's probably what Detroit thought they were getting in Patricia, but it's Mm -hmm. clearly not the case. (laughs) Vrabel's the guy. Um, I don't – this is a – that's a great line. Man. What What does your model say? Do you have it? Yeah, it's, like, right on the number. But duh, what what else would you expect? Um, well, I just no, think it's interesting. There was value in New York and stuff like that. It, no, no, no. Opening. I'm, I'm obviously being facetious. Uh, but go chug another beer sticks. It's moved three yeah, points. It, minus uh, one and a half to the Steelers. It's now minus one and a half to the Titans. See ya. Yeah. What does that tell you? Too much you? movement. A lot of movement. Yeah, that that's that really scares me because I I like Pittsburgh. When this game was first, uh, what was it, two or three weeks ago, where mm-hmm. it was first set. And I had put, I literally immediately put a bet in on Pittsburgh, and I, I usually don't do that. Usually, like I'll see a bet I like at the beginning of the week, maybe one, and that that was that that week. And well, I don't want to deviate from that just because of two weeks of information. But go ahead. If I'm not mistaken, that game opened minus three to the Titans, and that's why you were all over it because it was plus three to the Steelers, and we're like, yeah, that's a dumb line. I don't know. I don't right. know. And Tiffin says he loves to play the new dog when the line flips. It's just is Deontay Johnson back? Yes, says he practiced right. today. Pittsburgh, done, easy one. That's oh, an sweet. easy cover. I'm with Tipped in there because I, I, it's in like my, uh, I've mentioned the psycho notes on Monday. It said always play speed receivers against Tennessee, especially when Adoree Jackson's out. Adoree Jackson is out. And we said that last week with Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks. Boom, what did they do? Bang. So I'm not expecting a huge day for Claypool, but if Deontay Johnson's back and Claypool, that is two four four guys on the outside that they, Malcolm Butler can't do anything with. That's that's pro yeah, and give me the better defense, better coach. Well, I don't know. Uh, it's well. a great coaching matchup. Is what it is. That mm. for all you nerds out there, like this is a this is a going to be a fun game to watch because it's probably going to go under. And you could run on Tennessee as well. I don't know. I, I like the under. Can I take the under? I don't even care what the points are. It could be forty four. I'll take the under. It's fifty. So I'll give you a couple. Yeah, extra under under for days, and then pittsburgh getting one and a half whatever book you can get one and a half at, can you get the hook i'll tell you i I like pittsburgh but i also like the over i actually think this is a a stackable game like obviously it's a stackable game anybody would say that but this is definitely a game i'm probably going to focus on stacking because i actually think both defenses are are overrated uh overrated particularly pittsburgh i mean they're, they're just two weeks ago they were like just you know, the floodgates were open and they lost Devin Bush. So I think Henry's going to eat and Tannehill's been really good. By the way, Tannehill's one of the better. So a lot of people say, well, he has a good offensive line. He has a good running game. You can run play action and all that. But under pressure, his stats are really good. He's one of the best quarterbacks under pressure as well. So I like everybody in this game. And by the way, Claypool's only 5,700 on, on uh, DraftKings. So he hasn't really been priced up. Let's see. A.J. Brown was priced up a little bit from last week. He's 6,300, which is not prohibitive at all, in my opinion. So I love this game from a stack standpoint, but I'm going to stick with what I had three weeks ago. I just think I don't think Titan, I don't think the Titans are smoking mirrors by any means. I mean, they have like they have the formula, but I just think Pets, Pittsburgh's the better team overall. Oh, by I the think. way, Taylor Lewan is out for the Tennessee yeah, Titans. So that's yeah. that's a big deal too. Off his ACL, that, that right? equals out Devin Bush. Like exactly. this this is exactly. under city for me. Taylor Lewan's a pretty funny guy. One thing I will say, uh, Scrimp Daddy's asking, Juju has an in- injury no, designation. He's, he's good to go. I listen, I, I follow say. one of the Philly beat writers and he said he's good. 
I'll take and, that. and frankly, um, like, even if he's not, like, I hate to say it, but I'm not sure it, like, super affects the line. Yeah. Because, by the way, they also have James Washington and, you know, obviously Deontay yeah. and Chase. They have so many weapons that they can just rotate in there. So even if Juju's yeah. out, I, I don't think it affects the um, I analysis. Deontay Johnson, 40-yard touchdown. Book it. Call it. Can we get odds on that, Nick? Give me those while I talk about yeah, why I go. think um, Adam Gase is clearly one of the worst head coaches in the NFL. I think that's important to understand. Uh, Ryan Tannehill leaves and becomes otherworldly. So Sam Darnold, somebody buy low on him now because it turns out he's probably not that bad. I think that's a pretty important uh, statistic to pay attention to. Uh, So do we have odds on that? um, On what? What do you got? What do you got? No, I was going to say, like this almost feels like a misprint. I got to go to my app and make sure. But Deontay Deontay Johnson's only 4,200 on DraftKings. Like that. Two injuries, two weeks. Yeah, ago. but I mean, I guess the algorithm yeah. like, does the algorithm not account for what he did the first few weeks. Like that probably doesn't make not. it. Nick, People did you hear that? Like, like yes, jam, jam him in. Absolutely. I mean, that doesn't. That makes no. I mean, that's bottom of the barrel stuff right there. I mean, I, he's going to be in cash games. He's going to be like fifty percent owned. Yep. It makes no sense. We'll find out in Nick's cash game article. Make sure you're signed up for windellysports.com gold membership, and you can find nice out how to win way. a lot of money just like Nick. Thank you. Uh, you can make a lot of money just like Nick. GPPs, <laughs> cash games, whatever you need, Nick has it all. Um, what are you laughing at, Sia? Okay, so before we get to the next game, I'm sorry. Um, so this this guy, Casey, has, has come in on the chat. So it's it's funny. I hope everybody's seen like the minute and a half video on like the idioms and in, in, like catchphrases that yeah. I, I hate. And so I just said, read the tea leaves. And he's sort of like making fun of me for that. Mm-hmm. By the way, I do want to point out, Casey, Nick, if you haven't seen that, I, I think it's adorably funny and you, you should watch it. Um, it's on my Twitter and whatnot. Uh, oh, and on Instagram. I'm new to Instagram yeah. now. So like I'm one of the cool kids now, right? Like I'm cool. What is Everything cool? We're what cool? you're at? Where, where, where can we find oh. you, bruh? Sia Najad Sports. Pretty clever, Ooh. huh? <laughs> All right. right. Was Sia Najad taken out of curiosity? Uh, yeah, it was, believe it yeah. or not. Um, there's like a bunch of Sias around and most of them are girls. So don't yeah, get into that. Yeah, there's that lady. Um, I do want to. I do want to give. <laughs> uh, I do want to give Casey uh, uh, just one, uh, a couple props before we move on. So he was the one, uh, Michael. If you remember when we were doing this with with Iggy Rodriguez from The Bachelorette, name dropping all over the place here. Um, he was the one that said, "Le'Veon Bell to the Chiefs" before, like it was like news. I mean, I, I and the sense I got was he was like telling us, even though that wasn't reported at all. So whether he was telling us or just guessing, like, good call, Casey, because it ended up being true, like, 12 hours later. So, good stuff. Can a couple questions about Casey, and you can answer in the chat, because, again, we're already at about an hour, and I don't even think we're halfway through these games, so at some point we have to speed this up for everybody. But right, let's, Casey, let's, do let's do it. Casey, uh, can you tell the future, or do you have insider information? If you could just answer either of those questions for me in the chat, I'll make sure to put it up and tell everybody the answer. We're well but, more than halfway through. I, um, we got like six more games and Good. at this pace, we're going to be here for a while, which is fine. I actually really enjoy spending time with you guys. So it's, oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> Thank you. A deal to me, but, um, my wife's not happy about it because she wants to go to sleep at some point. And then, cause it, it just, just for everybody out there, I then stay up and edit the show and do all the stuff. And then I post it up and you know, that part, it takes, takes a couple minutes, just, just a few, mostly the exporting part, but um, I'm just making it longer for myself now. That's really there all I'm go. doing. <laughs> uh, we have the Seahawks. We have the Cardinals. NFC West matchup. Oh, this is our first 4 o'clock game. Sweet. NFC West matchup. We just saw the Cardinals 
hammer the Cowboys. Seahawks are coming off a bye week. Maybe we'll see Jamal Adams back. I don't know. That would be kind of fun. I picked him up in my IDP league. For some reason, he was out there, so I'm very excited about that. But we'll see. I think he's still questionable, so we'll see exactly what happens there. Seahawks minus three in the Dome in Arizona. I lived in Arizona for a couple months, just in case you didn't know. Over under at 55 and a half. We have 63% of the bets on the Seahawks. We have 86% of the money at three and a half, and it opened there, and it stayed there, and it doesn't look like it's moving. So, sticks. Talk. First off, we know we're going to play a lot of people in this game. I'm sure DeAndre Hopkins. I'm sure Kyler Murray, yada, yada, yada. How do you feel about this game? Talk to Easy. Me. Arizona, three and a half. Take it. Bang. See ya. I totally agree. I mean, this is this is one of those uh, this is one of those where again, like I, I'm focused on the dogs, and I'm I'm very happy this is three and a half because this is a dog play, and dog plays win. Like by the way, if you didn't if if you're if you're not aware, like last week in particular, almost all the dogs covered the spread, and I'm talking about like almost I think it was like an eighty percent or seventy five percent clip. So y- your primary focus should be on the dogs that you like when you're looking at the lines each week. Of course, we're going to take some favorites too, but. This is a great dog play, and, and this is one of those where I hate predicting backdoor covers, but like this is one of those where, where that could absolutely be kind of your worst case scenario, where Kyle is thrown to Christian Kirk or D Hop, you know, to to cut it to three. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we do have to give uh, props where props are due. I said Christian Kirk was dead. Stick said no, nah, he scores two touchdowns, and what does he do? He fucking goes out and scores two touchdowns. Excuse my language, but that doesn't happen often. People, when Stick says someone scores two touchdowns, it's it's almost winning. Like it, it's almost at a higher than five hundred uh, record right now. Which he'd be in the Baseball Hall of Fame, just in case you didn't know. Yeah, chug that beer, but you deserve it. And uh, props to deep dive. Props to Deep Dive Fantasy Football because he came on the show and gave you a big lecture, if you recall, on how well, Christian hey, Kirk. Now, Christian Kirk has had one game in like three years. So, guys, let's calm down a little bit. I'm just giving Sticks props because he called the one time Christian Kirk decided to do well. Yeah, and he's been banged up. And yeah, we'll, okay, we'll see what happens. Three years I like Christian Kirk. It's enough at this point. We kind of know what Christian Kirk is. So, um, but yeah, shout out Sticks. That was pretty impressive. Sticks, where are we going with stacks? I mean, I, I just assume it just about everybody's in play in this game. Yeah, I think I'm going to go. Kyler, D Hop, Kirk. No, I'll probably go the other. I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know. I, I really like Chris Carson in this spot. You love Chris Carson. I mean, he's always good. Dude, so. he's never priced up and he catches four balls a game. Everybody that says love Carson it. is not a pass catching running back, stop. Was the word we like to use donkey? People called you a donkey <laughs> for winning like six figures last Shot week. Donkey. I thought that was Yeah, because I played Derrick Henry. How dare I? How dare you? Um, let's move on. We have the Chiefs minus nine and a half going two mile high. This over under is at 46. Yikes. Uh, we saw Drew Locke come back last week, had a couple picks, didn't look great. We saw the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes had a few touchdowns, as he always does, but he also uh, just kind of let his running back do his thing. I think CEH had like 160 yards rushing. Kind of his first game since his first game that he's been pretty much anything fantasy relevant. So that's pretty interesting. So uh, talk to me a little bit, Sticks. We're, uh, no, wait, we started with you last Let's time. Let's go to see Sia. Yeah. Yeah. See ya. Nine and a half to the Chiefs in Mile High. How are you feeling about it? Man, this one is really tough, but I think I have to go with the dog again. I think it did you, I'm sorry, I, I might have checked out for a second. Did you say where the money was in the, 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 no, the I didn't. Were? Uh, f- um, uh, 52% of the bets on the Broncos, 73% of the money on the Chiefs. Interesting. And um, all the money is on the under. Holy shit. 50-50 splits on the bet. 90% of the money is on the under. What do they know that we don't? Yeah, so 
Oh, 46. Interesting. So this would be an ideal, like, again, we'll talk about the tease real quick. So if you were going to tease a game, I mean, this is like such a perfect setup because you can tease it under the three if you do a seven point tease. And you can do that with the Chargers, which would just mean an outright win for the Chargers. So mm-hmm. to me, now the Broncos are going to get respect because of what they did last week. So it's not one of those games where the Chiefs are going to be like, oh, we get to play the Broncos. So and the, the Chiefs have sort of already had their bad games and their bad losses, I think, against the Raiders specifically. So I think the Chiefs are going to definitely be ready. I mean, there's the mile high air, but the mile high crowd isn't going to be a thing. That's for sure. Uh, I think I like the Chiefs here. It's it, This is definitely a stay away for me. But if I had to make a pick, you know what? Given this total and it's, and how low it's going, I'm actually going to go Broncos here plus nine and a half. But I do like the Chiefs in, in a specifically a seven point tease with the Chargers. I like that. We have a comment here. Crack stats. Weather is supposed to be brutal in this game. So very interesting. Something to pay attention to. We saw a brutal yeah. weather game for the it's Chiefs. It's the snow, right? Is it the well, snow? We Chris? get our snow game. I, know, I think it's Hell yeah. It's yeah. a weather front coming this weekend to the upper Midwest. So like the Dakotas and I think Denver is kind of a part of that. So it's fun. It's funny because I live in South Florida and I just assume because I, I forget that there's like other states in the country. <laughs> I, I just assume it's 100 degrees everywhere. So the, just the idea that it's a weather game and then that, that weather doesn't relate to wind and rain, like because that would be the weather down here, mm-hmm. that it might actually be snow or cold weather is like mind boggling to me. So Man, thanks for pointing that out. I, I you know, th- there's plenty of sites like um, there's actually like kind of a cool site, NFLweather.com that kind of lays it out really easy for you and instead of like having to go to like wind finder and all that stuff. So um, that's something I guess I, I need to start looking into because it didn't even occur to me to look at that. Yeah, Good it's call. almost November. Thank you. Um, it gets cold in other parts of the country. See ya. Weird. Weird. Why do Sticks. people live in cold weather? What's the, I don't understand I the point it. of that. I would get out as quickly as I could, but I like my friends too much and my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. My wife likes her family, oh. so it's kind of difficult. Sticks, uh, minus nine and a half to the Chiefs. Did you have a pick on this game? Chiefs. I know I said we had to go quick, but like you can give me something. No, I... <laughs> Mahomes does pretty well at Denver. I know he yeah, tore his knee almost last year, but mm. I don't see how Denver's going to score. I just remember that game last year. Like that, it was Cortland Sutton did anything he wanted on a Kansas City defense that could not stop the pass last year, or the run, their defense was just bad. Their pass defense ranks fourth in DVOA. You have to run all over. De- like if Melvin Gordon's not going to play, I don't, I don't trust Philip Lindsay. Mm to be the bell cow and Royce Freeman. Like if there, if it was Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay, I think I'd like Denver for sure here as a home dog with that many points. I don't know. See, like, do you like the nine and a half or do you think we see 10? Cause I feel like the public's just always going to give a, a half point back to Kansas city. Yeah. I mean, if it's a weather game, you're never going to see 10. I don't think, I mean, if it's, if it's truly brutal weather, I don't think they, you know, it, we'd have to gauge the wind there too. I think that would be kind of an important metric, but if, the weather's okay. Yeah, I guess that could go up to 10. But the way the Broncos played last week against the Patriots, um, I don't expect that to happen. Especially with the Patriots coming off a bye. Like, you don't yeah. see Belichick just get embarrassed like that ever off of a bye. But, I mean, I, I respect Vic, Vic Fangio a ton, and his defense should be ready to go. Um, oh, they got their cornerback too. So Bryce Callahan goes back to the slot this week. That makes a big difference. He was playing on the outside, and that's a that's a problem. He can't do Tyreek Hill and Hardman, Demarcus Robinson. There's just so much speed in this team. Can you please from now on say Demarcus Robinson ahead of McCall Hardman? 
Because like I, I've, gotten, I, I've gotten to a boiling point where like people just assume a Cole Hardman's going to be a thing as soon as Sammy Watkins gets hurt. And the guy I played like, that two games late, and I put Robinson over. Like that's the easiest leverage play of the world. Because I hate that term leverage play. But like if forty percent of the field was on Hardman, Robinson plays the same amount of snaps, and he honestly gets more targets. I don't get why. Like Hardman needs to be a factor in that offense. I believe in this guy so much. But yeah, you're you're right. It's everybody just assume. Why is everybody so high on Hardman, including myself? I didn't play him just because I understand DFS a little bit more. I was like, I'm not going to play a 40% owned wide receiver three, but I still love Hardman. I won't, I won't cut him in our serious XM league with Jason just because I believe in him so much, but is it time Byron, I cut him? Byron Pringle gets more targets than McCall Hardman. Oh, and he no. gets like down the field. He gets air yards. McCall Hardman is lucky to get like an end around. It's crazy. They need it's to use crazy. this kid. Something happens at practice that they don't trust him. But agree. Yeah, I think he doesn't catch the ball. I think uh, Hardman's a Tyreek replacement. Well, I mean, I don't know. If, no. I mean, he's I mean, such a good route. He never ran he, deep routes to Georgia, though. That's why I don't believe he's just that. So fast. He's so fast. But um, before we move on from this game, and while I look up notes for the other game, Sia um, Sticks and I had this. We we pondered this on the Monday show for Melvin Gordon. He had a DUI and strep throat. Which one's worse, in your opinion? As a, <laughs> That's a good question. What would you rather have? Well, what you'd rather, rather have the DUI because you get paid for the clients that get DUIs. Wait, you mean as a lawyer? Like, I don't even understand the question. Yeah, I guess, like, which one's worse? As a civilian. As a civilian, what yeah. would you rather have? Mm-hmm. A lawyer, obviously, you want the DUI. You're getting paid. Yeah. And by the way, DUI, depending on the state you're in, you know, the, the punishment could be way worse, too. I mean, you can yeah, Arizona, you're like on house arrest for you can't leave. And if you if you do have a certain blood alcohol content, like in Virginia, I know where I first practiced law before I moved to Florida. Like if you have a certain BAC, you're going to jail for ten days. And you can you can do like the weekend thing if you have a job or whatever. But like there are certain sort of benchmarks where like you're going to jail for five or ten days. You just clock out Friday night and yeah. right, I'm, I'm going sorry, to county. Work go to jail. Oh, that's awesome. I'm in jail uh, on the weekend. So I think uh, we're we're all in agreement. Don't drink and drive. Don't probably drink and drive strip. Work. Probably strep throat. I think though. Drink and stream. Yes. Call an Drink. Uber, Melvin. Nobody needs mm-hmm. to see your car. Like they know you're rich already. Just like it's true. Call that's true. Two years, fourteen million could have got. I think thirteen and a half million guaranteed from the Chargers. So that's kind of nice. Uh, moving on, we have the 49ers traveling to Foxborough across the country. I don't know if that even matters anymore. It's just always fun to say. Line opened at minus five and a half to the Patriots, and then everybody saw what the 49ers looked like this week. I guess we forgot what they looked like last week, and we saw what the Patriots looked like this week. So this line's all the way down. You can get it at minus one and a half, plus one and a half. I'm seeing mostly minus two. Nice sticks. Thank you for that. Over under came down from 46. Yeah, sorry, but uh, 43 and a half. Um, You're back on mute, so I'll go with Sia. Sia, did did we forget what the 49ers looked like two weeks ago against the Dolphins? Or get this straight, this line went from minus five and a half to minus one and a half. That's what I'm seeing. That is that's my trust. That's, um, that's an insane line move. It just goes to show that like some of these bookmakers set the lines wrong. And if you can take advantage of it, like I literally I don't know if it's out of boredom or just because I want to win money, like or or maybe both. But I look at lines almost as soon as I, as they come out because there's always value in one or two lines, and even if it's just a half a point value or one point, like that's big in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So that's crazy that this went from five and a half to one and a half. But well, here's the uh, thing. Let me let me ask you: if two weeks ago, two weeks ago, you know, we said okay, Cam is coming back. We just saw the 49ers get smashed by the dolphins would minus five and a half for the Patriots at home been that crazy. 
I don't know. So. Yeah, no, I don't think so. So then one week later, we see Jimmy Garoppolo. He has two legs. Um, he can beat up on the Rams, who we all kind of think aren't as good as their record is. And Cam Newton turns out can't get into the freaking end zone against the Broncos. Like it's just so weird. So five and a half would have made sense two weeks ago, and now it's just an awful line. So it's really interesting, kind of to see how some of that stuff works. But anyway, that's just kind of my little uh, little tangent there. Yeah, I like the Patriots. Uh, I I think this is going to be more of like a, I mean, obviously both teams are desperate for a win, but. I think you're going to see because of the Patriots desperation, I think you're going to see a lot more like gimmicky stuff and a lot more running from Cam Newton himself. And, you know, the Niners defense is they're getting guys back gradually, but they're still really banged up and they're still without a lot of guys. So I I'm surprised this line's only one and a half. I mean, it definitely scares me that it moved that much, but I like the Patriots by three in this game. Okay. So we'll take the one and a half sticks. What do you think? I'm just interested to see what Belichick does against the tight end. I love when, you know, like Darren Waller jams him at the line. It'll be interesting to see him play Kittle because Kittle's just such a different beast than Darren Waller. I just want to reiterate what Sia said about opening line value like that. Like with me, how I like New York now at four and a half, they opened at six and a half. So like looking at the lines for boredom on Monday, like that is probably the best time. If you're locked in, ready to go, and you have some sort of system that evaluates teams, Monday is the best time to bet. So just want to, again, see his knowledge of the betting industry is, is just so sharp. So tip of the cap to that. But for this, dude, this game, there's so much like Vegas is kind of locked in right now. And no one beats Vegas consistently on NFL sides. So I think my I like the over, I think, of what is it, 44? Yeah. Uh, I'm seeing 44 yeah, on FanDuel yeah. right now. I, I think I like the half, over. 43 and a half if you want to take it on DraftKings. Even better. All right. I haven't checked Camby yet. Camby was down yesterday. You don't want to get me started on them. Never mind. No, uh, no not yet. Yeah. His European bookmakers taking over the American market. We will, uh, uh, you know, it's like the auto industry. Um, I don't know shit about politics. <laughs> I'm just fucking around. But <laughs> I think I just like the over. Um, I think I would lean with Sia on taking New England, especially after getting embarrassed at home last week. Like that was bad. And I don't know. I don't want to overvalue Belichick because his team is not the same. Julian Edelman is not the same. But if there's any matchup for Edelman to get right, it's got to be this one on the inside against San Fran. That's where you can beat him. <sighs> Dude, th- this is tough. Um, Like, I love Shanahan so much, too, but you can't really run on New England. And he's going to – this should be a good Debo day. Like, mm. you can only – like, this mm-hmm. San Fran is so talented. You see Ayuk, he, he's a red zone threat. I wish they would use him a little bit more, but – if they shut down Kittle, I think I like San Fran because there's so many weapons that they have. Um, with Mostert out, though, what do we have? Because Tevin Coleman's not back yet. Next week, he should be back. That was our way yeah, for so you're, from Monday. You're probably looking at Jarek McKinnon. I, I don't think Wilson's going to be healthy. You might have just said that. No. I think Jermichael Hasty might get a little bit of run. Yeah, this is that's a tough spread. I think I just like the total. I like the over there. And by by the way, do we know that Jimmy Garoppolo is fully healthy? I mean, the, the way they designed the game plan against the Rams, I mean, he was basically throwing the ball like two yards down the field each time. And Ayuk and Debo and they Kittle were do. doing exactly what they did last year, right? And they crushed him. You and me were there was no one higher on San Fran preseason than you and you and I both were. Obviously, fifty percent of the, the playmakers got hurt, so it's not like right. we're, we had a bad call there. And this team is compete like they had no business beating the Rams right there, and they beat their ass. I don't care what the scoreboard says. Like San Fran controlled that game. They're just but such I, a hard I, team I, to figure I, out. 
I don't think the Patriots are going to let him just pass, check the ball down two yards, especially when you don't have Mostert either. I just, mm-hmm. I think they're going to find a way to get pressure on Garoppolo. And if that happens, he's going to crumble more than a, a Cam Newton. I mean, Cam Newton doesn't look good throwing the ball, but I don't know how much he needs to throw the ball, to be honest with you, in this game, because the defense is, still, especially the defensive line, is so banged up for the Niners. I just think it's going to be a ball control game. And it's going to be Cam and some Julian Edelman. By the way, Julian Edelman and Debo on DraftKings are both 5K. So if you if you like, I mean, I think Julian Edelman at 5K is actually kind of a, a super smart play. Debo, Debo is because I just feel like Brandon Ayuk and, and, and Bourne and Kittle get so many targets, but nobody's really sucking up targets. Like Nikhil Harry's not really doing anything. You know, Damian Bird's just kind of running down the field. So I think it could be an Edelman game here. Sneaky. 100%, dude. I'm with you. 5K, this is the best time to buy julian edelman stock low the targets are there it's just him and him and tom brady had such a good thing so i don't know but i I like it for dfs this is probably a good game to get a a little bit of sneaky exposure to some three o'clock games obviously everybody's gonna stack seattle arizona but edelman at 5k that dude's getting 15 points so that's 3x value right there so i love it yeah, they're four o'clock games. We go by Eastern. Yeah, State. thank you, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot the whole life. world. How do you? I, let's talk yes. about Eastern Time for a quick second. How the, the hell do you world. guys watch football games that start at eight thirty? Like you start, you start work at nine o'clock, right? Wait, eight thirty at night? Yeah, yeah. So your games go to fucking midnight. That sounds awful. I want to, I want to move to Denver or something. Oh, I don't even like mm. Denver. I want to move to like. Utah or something because game started six o'clock there and it's like oh yeah your whole night ahead of you after that I don't know call me crazy he'll be the Miller Lite talking at this point but I don't know how the <laughs> hell East Coasters stay up for all these games that start so late crazy. well you go to sleep I I just go to sleep most well you go to sleep at halftime because you're ninety yeah. years old and the. 28 year old man's body, but I don't 28 know. year old man's body. Let's go. <laughs> oh my All right, that's enough. Yeah, this is an intro. <laughs> yes, Sia. I look like I'm 15. <laughs> I get it. Um, move to Arizona and don't get a DUI. I like that. Thank you, Zach. We appreciate you uh, paying attention. Okay, my, my bachelor party's at Arizona, so I did kind of look up the rules. It's like you literally cannot leave the state while you have an open DUI without paying like a crazy fine. Yeah. Arizona is pretty nuts. Um, I had a lot of fun, lived there. And actually it was awesome when the games did start at like a really sweet time. So actually I totally agree. I really liked the mountain time zone. Uh, Dude, I love that Pacific Monday game. A early. Get home at four o'clock and they were kicking off. Pacific's we- a little early. I liked it when it was in mountain time. Arizona, yes. just in case anybody didn't know. No daylight savings. All right, we're going to move on. Too much, too much, too much. Three games left. We can do this, guys. Uh, We have the Jags and the Chargers starting at 425 here on the East Coast because everything does revolve around us. As Sia already said, he likes the Chargers in a tease. But Sia, 7.5 to the Chargers, 52% of the bets, 57% of the money. How are you feeling about that? I'm surprised there's not more money on the the Chargers, to be honest with you. I, I have seen nothing out of the Jaguars since basically week two. I mean, I'm not saying they're giving up, but like, you know, I, you know, DJ Shark is healthy, I believe. So they've got their full complement of weapons. But James Robinson hasn't done anything in weeks. So the running game isn't there. Gardner Minshew is like hot and cold. And even his hot isn't like a top 10 quarterback hot. It's just like, oh, he's average for a second. I, I just don't like the way the Chargers defense is playing, the way they're getting out to leads. I mean, yes, Anthony Lynn can blow a lead to pretty much anybody, but to the Jaguars. Yeah, I guess it's possible, but. The way Herbert is playing, and you got Mike Williams healthy, who's sucking up a lot of targets. You got Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry. You know, Justin Jackson's no slouch. I mean, he's definitely better, in my opinion, right now than um, Josh Kelly. Than the rookie, than Josh Kelly. So 
I, there's no, I don't see a lot of weaknesses with the Chargers. Let's put it that way. And I see so many weaknesses with Jacksonville. So in spite of the Anthony Lynn factor, which used to be the kind of the Bill O'Brien factor, which maybe now is the Joe Judge factor. I'm not really sure. But the point is, I mean, this could be a runaway situation where they like, this is like a get right game coming off a bye. This could be like a 17 point win. And I don't even think that's a controversial statement that it could get out of hand. The Giants have covered a couple spreads. Let's just say that. Um, Sticks, how do you feel Not about The model yeah. hates. Oh, plus one. All right. The model absolutely hates Jacksonville. I'm oh. with Sia. I think okay. I wish it was seven. I think like seven and a half. It's just a, it's a weird game, and I don't like to tease favorites down. But if you can get the Chargers out of pick them, I think that's free money. I mean, Verrett. Verrett's coming on. I was always such a big fan of Jason Verrett. What does he have like? Or, yeah, it's Jason Verrett. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, Brett's on the night, have... isn't he? What am yeah. I no, Brett's. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, I thought we were. Millie Light. Oh my god, yeah. What the <laughs> fuck am I doing? Um, he, by the way, he is coming on, and good for him because that guy's like injury plagued, like no yeah. other NFL. Three ACL tears, I think. Ugh, poor guy. Um, Dodgers are losing three to nothing. In case anybody was paying attention to us and stealing ratings away from baseball. Um, so yes, it'd, it'd be such a smash spot for uh, sorry to cut you off there for Chargers running backs. It just sucks that they're in a timeshare. I'm with C. I think Justin Jackson deserves more time uh, for sure here. I think there's a great spot for Keenan Allen. Just I don't know how Jacksonville scores, so I'm with C. I think I think seven and a half is fine. I would love to see seven. We're probably not going to see it, but I think they can definitely crush these guys. Guyton three two Williams four K Keenan questionable Keenan should play it was just back spasms I think it was nothing special Guyton you never need to get that cute I see all these lineups in Discord with guys that are playing people that are three K unless it just makes the rest of your lineup amazing but I only want to play Jared Guyton when they're or Jalen Guyton when they're chasing points so they're yeah. not going to be chasing points yeah. in this game this is a running game for L A. And then the guys that are guaranteed target shares on like, you know, second and long, third down when they need conversions, it's going to be Hunter Henry and Keenan Allen. Mike Mike Williams can certainly catch a deep ball, but I don't see this being a ceiling game for him either. Yeah, and I I do want to, on the DFS standpoint, like you always want to project volume. And so when you have split running backs, it's it's hard to like advocate for one of the two that are going to be like 1A and and 1A. But I do like Justin Jackson at 4,900 because I think he's going to get, you know, continue to get more carries relative to Joshua Kelly. So if he gets like a 70-30 split or even 65-35, I think he's going to be really good in this game. So I think that's a like if you're trying to spend down on a running back for whatever reason, I think that's a decent place to go. Yep, 100%. Love it. Uh, Blake Snell has a no-hitter through four. So Chargers D, though. This is a great spot for Chargers D. Season long, if you guys need a filler, Chargers D. Picked them up. Love, yeah, love that one. I might have to pick them up. I like that. Uh, a couple more games. We have the Sunday night game starting at 820 on the East Coast, so I'm not watching the end of it. Holy shit, that's impossible. Um, that's why you said we were halfway done. I thought we were just doing the main slate again, no. DFS with me. Yeah, I know. We, we appreciate you. Um. I don't know. This is a little wacky. Uh, something happened to where I get my information from. But Bucks opened at minus two. Looks like they're minus four right now. Um, the Raiders, as I said earlier, they had one of their offensive linemen go home with COVID, and now they're afraid that their entire offensive line might have to sit out due to contact tracing, which is pretty terrifying. Um, so that's something to worry about. And in just case you were wondering, it looks like Minus ten and a half at that uh, MGM, you can get it at plus two hundred. So honestly, that's not even that great of odds. So whatever. But uh, yeah, minus four to the bucks, sixty four percent of the bets, seventy one percent of the money. 
On the over, we have 52, uh, about 50% of the bets, and 60, 78% of the money. That's pretty solid, too. Uh, Sticks, talk to me. Does Tom Brady, do they do it again? Do they just run it back against this poor, poor Oakland defense? I think they do. I, I really think, so think they do. You could run on them. Yeah, I'm, it's, it's just, yeah, Tampa Bay should be like a seven-point favorite here. It's getting there. It's definitely going to get there if people find it's out. It's not like it's at Oakland line. anymore where they had the crazy fans yeah. and you always had like a windy game and, and you know, wild Vegas. weather and just Vegas was so much better or Oakland was so much better at home. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. It's Tampa Bay's defense looks so, so good last week. Like, is it a product of because they were playing the Packers and they get up for it? It's like you didn't even notice Via Vea being gone. Mm-hmm. So, I think Tampa Bay's on a mission here. Like, just if you're thinking this was the Patriots, Tom Brady, and because that's really all the whole reason everybody bet the Patriots. The defense is just as good now in Tampa Bay's as uh, New England's was last year, in my opinion. And if you look at efficiency ratings, absolutely. So, Tampa's number one in pass defense DVOA. So that is really, really, really good. Number three against a run. So a lot of that is factored with Vita Vea, but they looked damn pure last week. I mean, they got Pierre Paul and. The Duncan Sue, Levante David. I think Shaq you say his Barrett. name wrong on purpose, but I honestly can't tell. What? And Dominican? Oh, yeah. Dominican. Okay. Uh, see ya. What, I say Nadunka. I'm, uh, I'm one syllable away. I'll get it next year. And Donkey Kong. Yeah, I like yeah. Tampa Bay a lot here. This is, <laughs> but this game, this game is very likely to be postponed. Well, and by the way, it's probably off the board almost everywhere. Like where we're looking, we still see a line, but that's just because like the, they're going to have the last mm-hmm. line up there most likely as opposed to having it OTB. Mm-hmm. So this is one of those, you just have to wait and see which offensive linemen actually have COVID because this, I mean, I don't know, maybe this game gets postponed, but if we're talking like the Buccaneers minus four, um, I guess I like the Buccaneers. I mean, it was interesting that the Vita V injury didn't seem to be <laughs> like a thing. And the one thing Derek Carr has been able to do is, is, is hit the deep ball with like the, with rugs and even Nelson Aguilar and the back end of this Tampa defense is, pretty good i mean it's not just that they were good last week i mean it's just it's just good period so i don't think Derek carr is going to be able to enjoy that and so knowing the weapons that tom brady has i just think they end up running away with this one a little bit mm-hmm. and see you what, what odds do you have for the bucks to make the playoffs if i'm not mistaken oh god it was just it was just an even money bet and oh, okay. uh yeah just to make the playoffs that was it all right seven spots the too. biggest biggest home run ever Seven. Yeah. Put on a T. Oh, that was with Javi, though. It yeah. wasn't. There wasn't yeah. a book that was offering. Yes, yeah. right, that was right, like, during right. our. I know. NFL, I, te- uh, I text yeah. him every single week. But like, do you believe in Todd Bowles yet? <laughs> this deep. This past defense isn't good. I was like, what? That was a healthy <laughs> Packers team. They just destroyed. They did um, destroy them. And so, if that game doesn't happen, that's our Sunday night game. I assume another game will get flexed. Probably San Francisco Patriots, just because that's just probably what'll happen. But. The last game of the week, we have the Bears traveling to Los Angeles to take on the Rams in that gorgeous stadium. The Bears open at plus seven. It's down to plus six. No respect. The Bears get zero respect. Sia, are you going to take the Bears? Because they seem like they're going to cover all the spreads. They seem like they're going to win all the games. I mean, actually, I want to see what what's the money line because I think I might just want to take the uh, the Bears money line at this point because it seems like they can't lose any of these games. Um Money line plus two forty. Ninety-seven percent of the money is on plus two forty for the Bears money line. 
Anybody? Yeah, uh, I'm so surprised this line opened up where it is. It, it almost makes me think that like there's something we don't know. And I, I definitely think Sean McVay is going to be able to outscheme this defense. And and you know the Sean McVay offense looked so bad last week. So I see like a bounce back, almost like you saw with the Niners, you know, last week, you know, versus the against the Dolphins. So I I like the Rams, but there's no way I can take the Rams at minus six. I mean, this is th- this line to me should be like three and a half. And that, that would still be slightly disrespectful to the Bears, but it would make sense, and I would probably be on the Rams. But at, at plus six, I mean, I just have to have faith that the Bears' defense is just good enough and that the, sort of the David Montgomery train, which goes mm-hmm. super slow, and Allen yeah. Robinson, you know, hopefully can just – either. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, that's too many points. I mean, I, I think the Rams win this game, but it's too many points. It's uh, it's definitely interesting um, to say the least. And it was only a couple years ago where I think when the Rams offense was at its peak, the Bears held them to like what, like six points, I think. But was that game like eight to six? That game was terrible. Thankfully, that was a Sunday night game. I did not stay up for sticks. I just want to let you know that right now. Um, But how do you feel? Bears plus six. What's the uh, I think Sia used this word earlier. What's the scuttlebutt in Chicago? (laughs) What are they saying? Boots on the ground. I haven't listened to talk radio this week, but I like the under. The model has this game projected for 41 points. That is well under 44 and a half. Uh, yeah. Still get it 45. The, Open 47. Yeah. Damn. Mm. Yep. See, again, we, we missed our chance at, on Monday, so I probably won't take that. But 47. God damn. That would have been an easy, easy, easy under for me to, yeah. So sharp money was quicker than I was because uh, I don't look at the model till Tuesday because I like to breathe on Monday. Yeah, you also had to think about what to do with all the money that you want on Sunday. I think that helps too. It's getting reinvested. It's it's not. I know. For, you know. I'm. I hope you take some of it out and go on like a vacation and put a down payment on a house or something. Can but I get. Can I even or, go on a vacation? I have an idea. <clears throat> or you know, just sponsor oh. a trip to Vegas. Yeah, yeah and by the way, it's, it's we're for sure going to Vegas. That's yeah. No, and uh, and I'm obviously I'll just saying that like, all day long. Like I won't even be able to hang out the second I get to a high limit blackjack table. I'll see you guys. My favorite thing to do when I go and watch my friends gamble is watch my friends gamble. I don't even. So <laughs> I just enjoy watching. But I apologize. Sia, what were you going to say? No, no, that was it. I'm just looking forward oh. to uh, the Vegas trip. That's all. Okay. No, yeah, we're going. Absolutely. It'll be great. I uh, I'll, I should come. I will come. Uh, Are you? Come. But they're going to ID you. Do you have a fake? <laughs> do you have a fake ID? I mean, I have a pretty. So my uncle was a cop. So yeah, I've done How this, old are you, uh, Michael? 15. He's 19. <laughs> He just turned 19. Just turned got Actually, just... my birthday is November 5th, so I've turned 19 in a couple days. Oh, I'm wow. only 28. I can't grow a beard yet. Uh, yeah, I have a pretty nice beard. I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll give myself yeah. that. Got a pretty nice go. beard. November is so, coming up, gentlemen. You know what that means. What do you guys see? No, I was just saying at 28, I've, I've been I've been like sports betting and like daily fantasy for, mm-hmm. for uh, many years. Uh, I don't know, over 20? Well over 20. So, and, and on Sunday, on Sunday... Nick eclipsed all that I've won in all of those years. That's how much money Nick won. Really not I'll, that surprised out there. <laughs> Honestly, like because that was a contest selection. You know? Contest selection. <laughs> yeah. We put a lot out there too, so it's like mm-hmm. I don't want everybody to think that you could just do that. Like it took. No, me, that's fair. I, you know, you grinded. Yeah, out. you took I some played, risks. I, I played a ton of cash games too, but it, it was the right slate because no one played Lamar and Derek Henry. Or Derek Henry. 
or well, Derek Henry was a bad play. But um, if you want to know the good plays, come hang out with us. We'll give you obviously a nice hour and a half discussion. Honestly, about 45 minutes of this was just banter and enjoyment. But uh, the other 45 minutes, I think, was actually very, very profitable and very useful. Um, as you see, uh, we do actually win money on the show, which is pretty fun. So uh, <laughs> just take sure note you- of what Sia says about yes. his industry knowledge on value is second to none. Like that is the lesson mm-hmm. for this show. Obviously, we just fuck around and make picks all the time, but. It's fun. So I do want to add to that because when we were talking about the Niners and Patriots and how how that line went from, you know, let's just talk about the Niners. It went from plus five and a half to plus one and a half. Like that's such a line movement that if you like the Niners, you still can't take it. You yeah. cannot take that line because you lost four points in an NFL game. This isn't like, you know, a, a college game where the over under is like, you know, 85 or whatever. Hell like yeah. you, you've given up so much value. You either take the Patriots or you just stay away from the game. That, that's yeah. just one of those things like you don't always have to get a line early, but four points is so much value in an NFL game. Do not bet the Niners. You can't. You just can't do it. Discipline. People follow the process, follow the structure. That is what we are here to do. Help you understand exactly what that process and what those structures are or what that structure is and what those processes are. But make sure you just pay attention. Sia has been on a hot streak. If you want, as we've been saying, wait. Sometimes it's good to get those lines early. Sometimes it's good to wait because sometimes we have some of those movements late. If you want those lines, you know, like Sunday morning, come hang out with us. WindailySports.com, our betting membership. We have a house capper who... Literally, his job is to bet on sports. That's it. I think he plays like poker or something too, but this guy is a professional gambler. That's all he does. He gives us his picks. He takes every single one of them. He tells us how many units he's putting on, why he's not, why, but we don't, we're not really worried about why. We're just worried about winning. So you, you take it, you listen to him, you win a lot of money. That's what we've been doing. I think he had five units on the Titans um, on that Bills game. And I think, you know, he had the points. So I think it was three and a half. Obviously, they crushed the Bills. So that was a joke. But he also had, he, he also had Arizona. He had a, a, yep. at least a couple units on Arizona. Mm-hmm. That was a, an impressive pick because there was a lot of people, including myself, that thought it was a nice spot for the Cowboys. And Ooh. he was like, no, 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 no. Don't do it that. It was very bad. Yeah, pay attention to him. He knows what he's doing. So come hang out there. If you want more DFS, you love Nick, you you want to see him a couple more Miller Lite deep like I do right now, go get some of that gold membership. That's what we're here to do. We're here to help. And if you want just free information, we can do that too. WindailySports.com backslash chat. Keep going, buddy. You got one more for me? No, no? I, I, I threw away two. Okay. It's six only six. <laughs> just, yeah, the Wednesday six pack. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, com backslash chat. Seven free days in our expert Discord chat. You can come hang out. Ask, see all the questions you want about PGA and about NFL. Ask Nick all the questions you want about NFL. We have baseball. We have esports. We have literally everything. We're here to help you win money. As Sticks keeps saying, he doesn't care about himself. Obviously, we want him to keep winning because it makes us look really good. But he really does just want you guys to win, and I appreciate the hell out of it, him for that. And I guess, Sticks, where can, uh, in case everybody wants to just DM you their questions on Twitter, where could they go? At six picks, S T I X P I C K S. And yeah, I'm on to week seven. Let's go. On to week seven. See ya. Where can everybody find you on the internet? And, and speaking of Discord, um, I'm, I'm going to be in the Discord chat like in a few minutes for, for PGA. So mm-hmm. like we're, we're always kind of bouncing in between chats and stuff like that. Tiger's um, back this week, right? Tiger is back this week. Yeah. Ooh. And it's, it's a course, it's dated, but it's a course where he's had a ton of success. So there's something, I mean, granted, it's dated. So, um, yeah, so it's going to be an interesting tournament. But anyway, you can find me at Sia Najad, S-I-A-N-E-J-A-D. 
Yes, and you can find me at Michael Raziel one Make sure to hop in that Discord chat again one more time. WindailySports.com backslash chat, and the Rays are winning 5 to nothing. I think Blake Snell still has that no-hitter intact. So wow. for Nick, for Sia, for the rest of the Windailysports family, we hope you all make it a very profitable Week 7 of the NFL. Yeah.